Hey everyone, welcome to the Eagle Brook Church Leadership Podcast. My name is John Alexander. I'm actually missing my co-host today, Don Grafham, but that's okay because today we're in for a treat, especially as we kick off 2022. We've got Ryan Leak. This is the first? This is the first one of 2022. One of the year. Of the year. Right off the 2022. top. 2022. This is us. And we've got Ryan Leak because Let's among many other things that we're going to get into, he's a teaching pastor here at Eagle Brook Church. And so Ryan... Good to have you on. How are you doing right now in this moment? <laughs> and then tell us a little bit about who you are. Yeah, man, I'm doing well. Uh, man, it's, it's been uh, it's been such a fun season. Um, God just continues to uh, sort of expand my world. And, um, you know, I grew up with this interesting tension. Of, I grew up in ministry, and so uh, church things in general uh, come second nature for me but I always had a mind for business. And so I got a business degree with a Bible minor. And so, so I love the work that I get to do in the church. Um, and I love the work that I get to do uh, outside of the church as an executive coach and author and, and speaking uh, now all around the world, which is just weird to say, Crazy. but, um, but yeah, I, um, it, it's, it's a, it's a fun thing. Yeah. And your favorite place to come is, is Minnesota, obviously, especially when it dumps like 12 inches last night as you're flying in. Yep. Right. And it felt like we landed <laughs> in a field of snow, which is technically what we did, but we got here. The so. question is, do you have a good enough winter jacket? Oh yeah. I you can handle that. it. Now. Yeah. You're I got all that. Yeah. yeah. Well, as you mentioned, one of the things you do among all of those things that you're an author and this last year, you came out with uh, what I think is a fantastic book called Chasing failure. So yeah. let's start with the overarching theme of that book, which has kind of become a life theme for you. So as yeah. a leader, yeah, what does it mean to chase failure? Chasing failure to me means you are um, okay with losing. <laughs> You're okay with trying things. You're okay with uh, giving your best and letting the chips fall. And so uh, when you're not afraid to fail, you, you go, hey, I'm going to embrace this. There's something to learn from every failure. And so I think I like to teach people like, hey, embrace this thing. Like, like, like what's, what's the worst that can actually happen? Now, there are some bad <laughs> yeah. things that can't happen, okay? So yeah. this is not one size fits all. But to me, it just means that you're willing to, to try new things and get outside of your comfort zone. Okay, now you do have a specific chasing failure story. Yeah. I mean, you've got many of them, but like yeah. what's that highlight chasing failure story yeah. that you've got. Tell us a little bit well, about that. Well, chasing failure really uh, leads you to the question, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? And for me, uh, if I answered that question uh, at least, you know, five, five, ten years ago, it would be, I'd be in the NBA if I knew that I couldn't fail, but I had actually never done anything about that. And so I uh, and had an opportunity to get connected with Kobe Bryant, and I was really nervous about that and thought, if there was ever going to be a time for me to try something, it's got to be. It's got to be now. Like if I'm gonna face Kobe, I have to at least be able to say I tried to be in the league. And so, um, so I just started. I just started going for it, realizing that I would most likely fail. And I thought, but how do I actually know that? Because I've never actually tried. And so, I'm actually reached out to a bunch of NBA teams and got an NBA workout with the Phoenix Suns, and and I failed. <laughs> and, Wait, um, you didn't make the Suns? I didn't make the Suns. <laughs> However, man, it was one of the greatest days of my life. Yes. I can honestly say that. In the moment, it didn't feel that way, but hindsight's twenty twenty, yeah. And uh, I learned a lot about failure in Phoenix that I don't think I could have learned from my home in yeah. Dallas. Yeah, that's great. And and you have just an incredible documentary um, that people can find on ryanleak.com. Actually, people yeah. can watch it for free. Yep. I've had my son watch it, who's nice. 10 years old, and nice. just inspire him. I've watched it a couple times. And really, truly, if, if you haven't seen it, you're listening to this podcast, go watch it, ryanleak.com. 
Um, but let me ask this. Uh, what are some of the costs? And you mentioned there's some things you can lose, but what are some of the costs that people have to weigh when it comes to pursuing dreams and chasing failure, especially yeah. as people enter this new year and they've got all these kind of new thoughts in mind? Like what are some of those yeah. costs that people have to weigh out? Well, I, I think, you know, you have to think about what it's going to cost you in terms of your time. Your time is as valuable as any resource that you have. Um, also, I think you have to think about, you know, what are the disciplines required to pull off some of my goals? Um, you know, some of us want to lose weight. Some of us want to save more. Some of us want to eat healthier. Well, that, that requires a certain amount amount of discipline and time. Um, sometimes it's asking uh, what, is, what, are, what are the relationships that are required to, to pull this off. I think one of the biggest mistakes that any of us can make is to get too self-centered with our goals, to thinking that our goals are all just about us. But I found that most goals require some form of relationships, some, some form of community um, in one way, shape, or another. So I think those are a couple of things that I would be thinking about. If I'm looking at my goals, I'm going, all right, what are these going to, what are these going to cost me? Sometimes our goals cost us sleep. <laughs> the thing yeah. we don't want to give up. Yes. There's one thing we're selfish with. Yeah. It's sleep. And so sometimes it just means you're going to have to wake up early or stay up later to to pull that thing off. And so I think I always just encourage people, hey, count the cost of what you want to pull off before you get into it so that you know what you're getting into. Yeah. That's really well said. I mean, discipline, financial resources, it might cost yeah. you, it'll cost you that brownie that you really love, oh, it'll yeah. cost it you the cost sleep. You dessert, <laughs> yes, it sure. might cost you some of those extra lots. I mean, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it costs you something and right. and there's a real cost. And I'll just flipping the question a little bit. What are some of the benefits to failure? Yeah. Man, some of the benefits of failure is, um, one, people think less of you. Now, go with me for just a second, okay? okay? Most of us want people to think more highly of us than we really are. Um, if you've ever gotten a compliment that wasn't true, did you correct them? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say that I did, but you know, but like I there's don't know. there's something about it that you're going. Have you lost weight? You're kind of mm. like I like that narrative. Yeah. So let me just let me just go with it. Let me just say nothing and just just embrace it. I, I think one of the benefits of failure is it actually shows people that you're human. Man, yeah. it reminds us all that none of us have capes. None of us can fly. Last time I checked, as much as we love Jesus, I don't know anybody that's ever walked on water. Mm -hmm. And so it just reminds us of, of our humanity. I also think some of the benefits of failure are it makes you more relatable. Like you would think, okay, the people that are the most applauded, the most rewarded are the people whose lives look perfect from the outside. But who do we, who do we relate to the most? people that have messed up, mm -hmm. people that are in pain, mm -hmm. people that, like, those are the people that we go, oh, yeah, I, that truly resonates with me. And so, um, and I also think the the third thing, as I'm making this up off the top of my head, if I'm giving three points like <laughs> yeah, I'm doing yes, sermons. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, I'm, good I'm, preacher. I'm in, yeah, I'm in teaching mode <laughs> right now. Uh, third thing would be, um, it gives you lessons for the future. Yeah. Um, the thing that breaks my heart the most is watching people fail over and over and over again in the same way. That breaks my heart because it's like you're not learning. You're not taking notes. You're dating the same person over and over again. You keep making the same financial mistakes. You keep dealing with some of the same things over and over again, and you're not learning. So if as long as you're learning, 
I think failing is a-okay. Yeah, man, that's so wise and so well said. Um, Hey, just to turn the page a little bit, people are starting 2022 with all kinds of dreams, goals, ambitions. By the way, I love that. I'm all in with the New Year's resolutions. I I like, you know, the opportunity to kind of reflect on how the year went. I always encourage it. People can knock that, by the way. They can knock that. They can get, oh, here comes the new year. You got new goals. No, I'm all for it. Go for it. Because I want people to dream. I want people to reflect on how the year went. Yeah. And one of the things that um, people say about you, Ryan, and mm-hmm. I, I, maybe our listeners know this, maybe they don't, but one of the things that I'll just let people know, I, I'm just blown away by how much you accomplish and get done in the same 24 hours that we're living. <laughs> like, are we living in the same time, right? 24 hours, I think we have the we same guess, clock. Yeah. I, I'm just blown away about uh, how much you get done and how well you do it, how successful, how successfully you do it. Um, so here's my question <laughs> of all that. How yeah. do you stay so productive? Yeah. And because this is the key, I know a lot of people who are productive and they're completely insane. You, you stay productive and you're sane and you appear to be healthy. You are healthy, but how do you do, you know, productivity <laughs> and keep your sanity and health all at the same time, like what are some lessons you've learned that you would love to share with other people? And I know you're not perfect yeah. with this, but you yeah. you truly are advanced when it comes to balancing those things. You know, every year is different for me. I've I've not had a consistent life ever. Every year has taken on a new form, shape, and that does mean that there are things that I let go of and things that I grab onto. And so every year we're kind of recalibrating. Um, but for me, it's, it's time management. And so now one of the things that I'm, I'm actually, you know, proud to say is um, over the past couple of years, I started utilizing teleprompting for, for speaking. Well, why? Well, I used to spend 20 hours trying to memorize a message. For what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote it. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so it's not. Right. So right. by utilizing a teleprompter, I got 19 hours back. Mm-hmm. So it's like I download it, I wrote it, I pray, I mm-hmm. put the message together. Absorbed it internally, yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I, don't, I don't spend nearly as much time as I used to um, trying to just memorize. That's yeah. not even studying. That's yeah. not like yes. just the pure memorization yes. right. of it. So I think just being efficient with my time is is one of the things that like that's one thing I don't So you don't like do. wake up at three AM and go to I'm bed at midnight person. or anything, I'm not right? that person okay. at all. I'm a, I'm an eight hour sleep guy. All right, good. If I don't get eight hours, it's it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't I don't really care what time you wake up. Yeah. I think when you get up, I just think you should, you know, make the most of of the time that you've been given. Some people will ask me for an hour. I'll give them 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, some people will say, hey, can we get lunch? I'll say, uh, can I call you on the way to the airport? Mm-hmm. And so um, so that's how I'm able to uh, manage time because the the group of people I never want to cheat is my family, yeah. essentially. And so um, dinners are really important to me. Um with the family, and so I, I guard those. Who's the cook? You or Amanda? Uh, Amanda. For sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you won't, you won't, you won't see me in the kitchen doing yeah. much, but like oatmeal. And, yeah, yeah right. I can throw a frozen pizza in. Instant course. mac, mac and yeah, cheese. For yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, I think um, just really looking at my calendar and thinking through, man, what can we, you know? So like even my podcast, 
we'll record those. We'll record six or seven in a day. Mm-hmm. You know, that will cover me for about three months. So it's, it feels like, man, Ryan's doing a lot. It's like, well, actually, I I do that in a day. We, we'll actually film a whole season of a podcast all in one day, and it'll last me six months. Amazing, yeah. Um, but speaking of calibration, it's one of the things I'm actually cutting for the first half of the, of the year. I've just said, hey, we're not going to do it anymore. And people are like, what do you mean you're not going to do it anymore? I'm like, it means... <laughs> do you mean your podcast? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, I just... yeah. Yeah. You know, you like you have you have to make decisions around yeah. what you're going to give a lot of energy to to make it good and quality. And right now, I don't have the bandwidth to to do that on the first half of the year. Sure, given sure. everything that's on my schedule. And so, um, yeah. So I, I would say time management is yeah. is a is a big thing to do that and prioritizing. Yeah, and not being afraid to to say no. Yeah, I mean, you've asked me to be on this podcast. Yeah, how many times? <laughs> Well, we weren't supposed to bring that up, but a couple. <laughs> but again, it was. But again, I'm saying no to people that I dearly love. Yeah. and want to. But it's like, hey, at the right time, yeah. hey, let's do it. I'm yes, all for it for sure. But for sure. Um, but just unapologetic. And that's a respectful thing, conversation, no. understanding conversation. Of course, it's like, oh yeah, didn't work out time wise, and yeah. didn't fit in the schedule, and but now it does right, right now, and so yeah, I totally, totally, totally understand that how you yeah. navigate that. Hey, speaking of which, you you said something you're not doing. At the beginning of 2022, but I'm just curious, what are some of your goals and dreams for 2022? Oh, you know, it's um, ultimately um, I try to create content that adds value to the lives of people in church, outside of church. Um, that ultimately brings people back and points people back to a relationship with Jesus. Mm. So, um, it sounds like expand my impact, but. I would say expanding the kingdom and being able to do that with the influence um, I've been given in in multiple multiple circles and in industries, and so um, thinking of things that I can say no to, there will always be space for things for me to say yes to. So I think you know part of part of my overall goals for the year is um, man to to say no to a few more things. And to uh, my son just started literally last week basketball. Oh man! And his first—he's got the double hop jumper. He's I got, saw on Instagram. I mean, <laughs> that is just the cutest thing ever. He he shoots and then he hops after he shoots it. I know. How is that not the cutest thing I ever? No, he's he's because you put your kids in stuff and you don't know what they're going to absorb and yes. grab onto. Right. But he's grabbing on to basketball. Yeah, so he is. Yeah. I'm, I am trying to move heaven and earth to be. As engaged with, them. I'm the assistant coach yeah, you for are. the team. Yeah, um, but yeah, just just to be yeah. clear, I'm the head coach of my son, so I could teach yeah. you a few things about that. So well, let, let's talk well, after. Yeah, I got some good yeah. plays for you, and it's fine. <laughs> I played high school basketball. No big deal. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, that's that's really good. Yeah. Um, hey, you, I love how you summarize kind of your personal mission how it frames up just how you pursue goals and dreams in general. And yeah. that's to impact the church, impact the kingdom. And I want to talk about the church for, for yeah. just a little bit here. Now, many of our listeners are part of Eagle Brook Church or a church in some way. And it's no secret. Um, I think we both agree that sometimes the, the big C church falls short of its potential. Mm. So I want to ask this question. What kind of potential do you see for the church? And how can we chase failure? How can we apply some of these 
um, principles that, mm-hmm. that you've learned and taught on for so long? How can we chase failure within the church? Yeah. Well, I think one of the things that, um, as some people are calling 2022, the junior year of COVID and trying to figure out. So it's not even the senior year? <laughs> We're not there. Oh yet. my gosh. We don't graduate yet. You, that's the first time you've heard Oh it? no. Coming All soon right, to we, a okay. sermon near you. <laughs> okay, right? the junior year. Hey, welcome to our <laughs> junior year of COVID. Welcome to Eaglebrook Church. We're so glad uh, you're here. All right. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, um, you know, it, it's, it's one of those things where. I think we've got to be willing to let go of what one three years ago now. It's it's weird to it's weird to think it's been that long. Twenty nineteen was three years ago. We think of twenty nineteen as the good old days. Okay, remember it used to be totally. party like it's nineteen ninety nine. Now it's like party. Twenty nineteen was mediocre at best. Yeah, like nothing great happened no. in twenty nineteen. But compared to now, we look we look back and go, we had it so good. Yep. And we didn't know it. And and I think there is this, when are we going to get back to the good old days? I don't, I don't think that's coming. Mm. I think we, we've got to be willing to uh, try things. And, and I think what won in 2019 isn't going to help us win in 2022. And so I, I encourage church leaders all the time. It doesn't feel nearly as good to reach people digitally. Like, they don't even care about it. It's just like, because think about it. Um, you and I were having this conversation. The first time we did a virtual weekend, and it was like, well, how many people watched? And it was like, I don't know what, yeah. 45, 50. Yep. And it was just like, oh, my gosh. Well, like six months later, it was like, I mean. <laughs> but where are they? Yeah, where are they? We <laughs> yeah. didn't see them. And yeah. it just. Yeah. And so we, we it doesn't give us the same feeling as a room full of people or a worship service or it doesn't feel as good, but it can be um, just as impactful. And I'm hearing stories from Eagle Brookers yeah. who are watching literally from all around the world yeah. who are meeting on their patio and they're inviting friends. Yeah. And I mean, just amazing, amazing stories. stories are streaming in. Yeah. And, um, and so it's, it's not a, um, this or that, to me, it's this and that. It's um, so I think being willing to to get it wrong. Um, someone on Eaglebrook staff that I've been encouraging lately, I'm just like, hey, man, if you've got something that you feel like you want to share, leadership wise, like put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And most people like they're not. Well, there there can be this conservative. We feel like it's almost a more Christian thing to do. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it false humility, but it, it, there is this like, let's play it safe. Yeah, let's play it small. And I think there is a place for that. But if you're asking me, I would say, hey, I think you should try some things. Be willing to put up a post and end up deleting it because it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Be be willing to, you know, th- there is a, a phrase that I think is going to hurt churches and church leaders long-term. And the phrase is, we just don't do that. Mm. I, that's, that's just not me. That's just, that, 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 that's just, well, nope, that, that's, that's, which, hey, that may be true, but why? 
Why is it true? Why don't we do that? Why is it, why is it that, 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 for, that phrase will keep you in the shallow end? So mm-hmm. I just encourage people to watch out for that particular phrase to say, hey, wait a second, why, why wouldn't we be willing to, to try it? What do we have to lose? Count the cost. Yep. Okay, like don't, yep. don't, people have lost their church over some pretty dumb statements, yeah. I would say. So yep. I, I wouldn't, yes. I wouldn't, so think through it. <laughs> yes. But right. I, I think in, in, you know, um, but yeah, I've just, I've heard lots of statements from church leaders of saying, you know, we're just not the digital church. We're not, we're not going to get into the whole yep. virtual thing. I'm like, you're not? Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you don't <laughs> yeah, have right. to. Right. Like that's just, I'm just not in the technology. I'm like, okay. I mean, I didn't say you had to be in the technology or we're just not in the social media or we're just not into, you know, yep. and, and that is, that's fine. But I, I, I just encourage people, Hey, you got to try something. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, that's really good. You have so much wisdom. Um, truly speaking to all kinds of different areas, but that's that's just gold for church churches and yeah. church leaders. Hey, just a couple final questions here. You coach leaders, you coach communicators, both within and outside the church. What are some of the biggest struggles you just see with people in general? Like, man, if I could just give overarching to to the communicators yes. or to mm-hmm. people in general. Uh, let's use communicators here. Okay, so yep. want to talk to communicators, yes, yep. which is my favorite group yep. to talk to because they get exhausted. They're trying to figure out like, what in the world are we going to say? I think one of the biggest struggles is, um, I think the rise of social media. You feel like there's nothing new under the sun. You feel like someone's already said it. It's everywhere. Uh, you feel like you've run out of stories. You feel like, <laughs> you know. We said this a month ago. Um, and so I think one of the things I encourage people with is um, the average church attender goes to church once a month. Okay, that's average. Okay, once a month. They have no idea what your series is. You can get wrapped up in like, okay, I just said this on October 2nd. They don't remember. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. so it's just like, like there's, 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 yeah. People aren't paying attention as much as we uh, would think that they are. And so I just encourage people like, hey, um, we could talk about forgiveness every single week for the rest of our lives. And guess what? People would need to hear it mm-hmm. because people are pissed. So were you, were, you cr- <laughs> were you crawling out of your skin when I was saying, man, this series has kind of felt repetitive. You're like, it doesn't matter. It's, it's no, all the same. No, <laughs> I, w- I actually wasn't. I mean, like, because I, I, even I felt that. Like there's yeah. a couple of statements that I said that yeah. I was like, man. But you're right. I mean, people are, we, we need reminders. Maybe they haven't heard it at all or we thought they did, you know, all those things. Or that, maybe they haven't applied it. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, you exactly. think about every giving message we've ever done, yeah. you know, most of the church do not give. Yes, right. <laughs> and so, right. so anytime you're talking about giving, yep. even just that subject, but, yep. um, and I think the other big thing that I think is important with communicators is that you have somebody in your mind that you're talking to. Yeah. Because sometimes you can have the front row in your mind. I try to talk to the guy on the back row that doesn't want to be there. The guy on the back row that was invited by a friend and somebody used every ounce of relational equity they had to get them to come to church. And he knows nothing about the Bible and you've got 30 minutes. (laughs) 30 minutes to give him a reason 
to come back yeah. and, and be curious about church, Jesus, the Bible. And I enjoy that challenge. And I think what that does is it pulls me out of like communicator mode of, or, oh, do I have the perfect story to close? And it pulls me into, just talk to the guy in the back row. He needs help. And sometimes life is really, really hard. Uh, I made a post a couple of days ago. I asked the question, which year was harder, 2020 or 2021 and why? Um, I encourage every listener to go to any of my social accounts and just look at the responses. Mm. It'll break your heart. Mm. It, mm. it just, you're like, oh my God. You, you all, I, there were moments where I went, where was I at when all of this mm. happened to so many people that experienced so much pain, so much loss, mm. divorce, uh, not speaking to my kid. I mean, just you just do you just look at the gamut and you just mm. kind of go, oh. So when when you think about like there's so many th- there's so many times I finish a message and I think that was the best I got. I don't I, I don't know that I even have another sermon in me. Like I don't I thinking about all of next year. I'm like I don't I can't even. <laughs> But then you see what people are going through and you're like, I'll never be out of business. Mm. We'll never be out of business because people will always go through something. Mm-hmm. And thank God they walk through our doors mm-hmm. in their darkest hours. And hopefully we have something to encourage them with either the love of Jesus or joy or hope or, you know, whatever it is that we're communicating on. And so, so there's like the professional communicator side of me, but then there's like, where we get out of our head and it becomes like a heart thing and it's truly ministry. Mm. So that's kind of how I, I kind of filter everything. Yeah. Well, you're a good man, Ryan. I, I say that to you often. I've just really enjoyed how our relationship has grown this last couple of years and just getting to know you more and partnering with you yeah. in this and seeing your heart for people, heart for the church, heart for um, just this message of, of hope, this message of Jesus to get out to people in all the avenues that you have influence over. And yeah. so I'm just really grateful to know you, grateful to have yeah, you on man. this podcast. I'm yeah, grateful for our, it, man. Uh, on behalf of our church. I know there's just thousands yeah. of people who, who love um, when you teach and, and the fact that you are a part of our church in this way. So oh, we're really, appreciate it, man. man, really grateful for you. Hey, if people want to get a hold of you yeah. or just follow you, I mean, give us a little rundown a little bit of where they can find you. So I'm um, I'm on all social platforms. Are Instagram, you on TikTok? Facebook. I actually have a TikTok, <laughs> but I'm not actually on it. Okay, right. Okay, so is content posted not, there from time to time? Yeah. But the best way is actually through my text community. Yep. Okay, so they can text John, okay, your name to 469-809-1201. Again, text John to 469 469- Eight zero nine one two zero one. What they get with that is, I send out an encouraging text every single week. So it's really you. It's, a, it's You're actually me. Cool. It is actually me. In fact, um, anytime I'm coming to Minnesota, I can actually select location on there, and I actually tell people, "Hey, I'm in town. Hmm. I'll be at Eagle Brook Church this weekend, and here's what we're talking about." And because a bunch of people are always like, "Hey, how do I know when you're in town?" I'm like, "Well, I'm not giving you the full <laughs> yeah. calendar. Okay, yeah. we're not doing that." Yeah. However. Um, it is a way that people, um, they can, I take prayer requests on there and encourage people in corporate space, church space. And, um, so that's how I, that's how I stay in contact with awesome. a lot of people. That's great. Yeah. Well, Hey, thanks again. 
that's all we got for this month's episode of the Eagleburg Church Leadership Podcast. We just believe when leaders get better, the church gets better. So thanks for making us better, all of us better, yes. Ryan, just by having you here. Thanks for joining us. Great to be here.